my gosh, dude. It's nice to be talking to you. You know, let me tell you something. It's nice to have to relax my jaw from gritting it. Yeah. Yeah. And hoping and like just wondering because uh, listen, y'all know this is a day late. <laughs> we'll, 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 I'll, t- I'll take that <laughs> on my shoulders. I'm blaming the sun personally. <laughs> I think that the solar flares are fucking wiping the internet out. Out. There was, I, I, I was going to say, I don't even want to call it spotty internet for me yesterday. It was just like, down for major chunks um which you know it's amazing a how anxious you are when you don't have internet especially yesterday because i was like we had to do we needed to get this done but also it is amazing how much you can get done with no internet oh yeah yeah especially when you're stressed and you just are like well i'll just furiously clean for hours do dishes yeah exactly I guess I'm going to laundromat or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought about you a lot in those, those breaks of silence when I knew nothing was getting through. I was just like, I know that you are not <laughs> happy over there. I, uh, it, it really shows you how trained you are to just grab your phone in random moments. Cause I would find myself trying to get on, whatever various internet-y type things and just and just pikachu facing at it when it didn't work and being like well what what do i do with my life mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so that's cool i i got some work done on my christmas gifts nice so that was a bro. lot of fun nice yeah yeah excited, yeah. excited for that. well well we're here now yeah with episode 277 that's a lot of episodes that's my thing now i keep yeah. track I keep it's track me also every you. time saying that's a lot of episodes because every time <laughs> yeah, that's I a lot forget, of episodes that's a lot of episodes i forget because it's it, it, i forget we have 200 i forget that we're closer to 300 than 200 i just block that out really i think it's my yeah. brain just being like shh don't think about all the things you've said that are still out there <laughs> you know don't think about that <laughs> Yeah, you said five years Woof. ago. Shh. Don't worry about it. You know what we need to do? We need to go through and plug in the time of each episode and just see how long we have been a podcast. Like, how old is our pod? Like, we consecutively. Yeah, that would be how good old to is know. our podcast? Mm-hmm. That'd be a good stat for them to put up on like Buzz Sprout and all the other podcast hosting places. That would be a good little a fun stat. Yeah. Well, I think but it's listen, probably just something pretty easy for us to look up our first publication date. No, I no. What I'm saying is, like, we should put in the length of each episode. <gasps> oh, like how and much like see how time. Yeah. Divide it by twenty four and you. see how many days we've been podcasting. How many days of your life we can waste? Yeah. Yeah. I want to know that. <laughs> how many? How many of you, the listeners, days we have wasted? Um, I had a weird moment uh, recently, actually, where somebody was looking into the podcast for the first time and they responded to the person who showed them the podcast. They said, wow, they've been going for a long time. And I read that, and it ju- and I just had like a get off the road, like <laughs> yeah. people people say like get really tiny moment, and I was just like, holy shit! I guess so. <laughs> yeah, we have in podcasting uh, t- standards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. man, like, look, we're hanging on. Yeah, we are. 
We're hanging on. What a fucking thought. <laughs> a day hanging late. on like a hair in a biscuit. All right. <laughs> hanging on like a cat on a screen door. Hanging on like we'll a see. cat in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> something, something, cat on a tin roof. Uh, what are you I talking have, about? We, well, I'm talking about borage. Borage? Borage? I don't know the Bo-rage. meaning of the word. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. Good. It's an ibe, a plant, borage. borage. I will be calling it borage uh, or borage, perhaps, if I get lazy, uh, because that's what I saw. So don't don't come after me for my pronunciation. I don't care. I okay. There you go. I, I do care. That was you yeah. Was I was say, damn. I do. All right. I do care. That's. I'm just saying. I. That is what I. I'm repeat. I am. Um. Uh. Mama birding back. What I have. Mm, regurgitate. Yeah. Regurg. That's the word. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm talking to you about coming tonight. Stop it. I knew one of us was going to get that sooner or later. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and let me and tell how you do you something, pronounce dude. that one? It found, I, with, in researching coming tonight, I found perhaps <laughs> one of my Stop. favorite Easter Pause. eggs I have ever found on the internet, period, bar none. I and I'm, I'm sure going to laugh every single time. You should. By the way. And you're not okay, the only good. one. Okay, and we're going to get to that. I seriously, I found one of my favorite things I've ever found on the internet with this topic. I'm so happy. Yeah, no, it's great. And it is coming tonight. It's not cuming tonight. (laughs) It's coming tonight. Full stop. (laughs) I feel like coming tonight. And it's even better. It's C-U-M-M. So uh, why is it with the U? Oh, who did this? I'll tell this? you why. I'll, oh, I'll, I got a okay. whole, I've got everything you ever wanted to know. Thank but here's God. the thing real quick, top up at the top. Uh, so I, I'm doing this kind of twice, but this time's on an accident. So when I covered weather vanes, like I knew there wasn't a lot of witchy connotation around that specifically. This one was an accident. I was like, there's got to be shit on coming tonight. I mean, like, come oh. on. Not really. <laughs> um, so my metaphysical portion is kind of like, but we kind of talk about making coming tonight yours, uh, I guess, a little bit. Um, but most of this is the story itself of coming tonight and what it is. Yes. I guess. A great. Mm. I've run up against those, those ones that, you know, you're like, oh, well, it's definitely going to have some. And then you get to the metaphysical section and like maybe one person online has used yes. it for something and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You it's really like a personal it. blog. You know, and you're just we like, gotta, oh, yeah, shit. we got to infer some shit tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but before we infer tonight or before we are coming tonight, I want mm. to dedicate this episode to a Patreon. I'm sorry that this is the one. You get you the get hold <laughs> episode. You get the like SpongeBob with his face up really close to his eyes episode. That's yeah, what yeah, you yeah, get. yeah, 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 yeah. You like Krabby Patties. <laughs> uh, we have a, it's it's simple. It's Kristen. Oh, our Patreon shout out is Chris. Just Kristen. I like that. That's very clean and efficient. Kristen. It reminds me of how 
uh, he says Christian in Midnight Mass when he's like, Christian, you're not a Christian. I say anything to me. Really? I, I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Kristen, what? All right. Let me, where are we? What am I? What am I? It should be a really sexy time. song. Um, Given the subject matter. Okay. Okay. I, or I filthy agree. song. I agree with that. Um, this one is really forward, though. Okay, okay, I've got an idea, but just know this is, is forward. Pussy by Boozy Badass. No, no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or calling me or whatever. It's no, called. no. Yeah, just just pussy. Okay. No, you you got it right. Just Don't pussy. worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> pussy. It's not. Um, mm. No. Uh, the first thing that came into my it was Kristen. Right? That's the name we're working with. I, we know that they slip right out of my brain the moment they go in. Yes. Kristen, yes. Okay, okay. Ready for love. Oh, oh. Kristen, I'm ready for love. Wow. Yeah, it's forward. But it's the first thing that I got. It is. So, I love, the phrasing It saves it, but essentially that song just is somebody just going, I'm horny. It's like in Walk Hard when he's like, I'm ready for sex. That's that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> I rewatched the Beatles scene recently, and it's so much funnier than I remember. Dude, Walk Hard is one that we need to wimp cap because Walk Hard fucking kills. Like I, Walk we watched claps. it a few years ago, and it is like to me, it is like parody creme de la creme. You know, like they they got just the right balance of absurdity and like kind of stick into an arc. You know, it's, it's great. And oh, the cast. I fucking love John yeah, the C. Riley. Lifelong yeah, love. Yeah, he's wonderful. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Would he be somebody that really upset you if it turned out he was like just an awful person? Dude, that, it, be, like, that one really, would really bother me because he's be seriously hard. been one of my favorites since I was like a child. So that would be like, mm. oof. Well, let's, what if he already is and we just stop. don't know? We'll stop saying his name. He might be a cannibal. Lest he turn into a cannibal. Shit. <laughs> All right, Macy, you are up first. Oh, I God. would like to hear about coming tonight. Coming tonight. Coming <laughs> tonight. So, okay. Explain to us, first of all, this is a real thing. This is a rock, and it's spelled that way. H- it's spelled help. that way. C-U-M-M-I-N-G-T-O-I-N-I-T-E. Oh, sorry. T-O-N-I-T-E. Tonight. Uh, so it's coming tonight. And it sure is. It sure is. And listen, let's talk about So it, coming tonight is defined as a monoclinic amphibole, which is in this great work. I'm going to talk science at you and you're just going to have to take it and act like this thing isn't called coming tonight. So I'm, I'm letting it slide in and out of my yeah. head. And yeah, the you only have thing to. that's catching on is coming tonight. I, it's the only thing that's going to, I understand. And yeah, so I'm sitting here with a big dopey grin on my face. <laughs> just happy as can tonight. be. <laughs> so <laughs> it is a magnesium iron manganese and in the, it is in the, Magnesium, iron, manganese, amphibole, and subgroup. Uh, what's an amphibole? And it might be amphibole or amphibole. I don't know. Amphib- amphibole? Amphibian. I didn't even look that part. A- an amphibole is any class of rock-forming silicate or aluminosilicate minerals typically occurring as fibrous or columnar crystals. That's very hard for my mouth okay. to get out. But you want to know why it's you truly know, named that? You want to know why it's named 
coming tonight. Yes, it's, I do. As I as I Google it, so I can actually see what this thing looks like. It's not very pretty, uh, really. Uh, so it, it was named after the locality of Cummington, Massachusetts, U.S. Stop. No, it so wasn't. any of you folks out there, if you're listening in Cummington, first of all, high five, nice. Um, but sound off in the coven. <laughs> I just, I'd like, I'd like to. Do you have any fun festivals? Do you have like the Cummington? Coming, coming slip and tonight. slide festival. I just want to know Dude, what's going on. Really, I get it. You should. You could have called it like Cummington Stone. It would still be funny, but really coming tonight. Also, have you seen the Facebook group that is called uh, what is it called? Science diagrams that look like shit posts. No. <laughs> Okay, I have to share it with you because it's fucking hilarious. But I found one. I just Googled this stone. And one is just a picture of a snow-capped mountain with an arrow coming out of the top pointing at the word coming tonight. And I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I, I will not interrupt. So, so maybe a reason as to why it was called coming tonight was, and I, I don't know the, this is my guess. I don't know how long, like, come has been used as a term, <laughs> C-U-M, you know? Uh, but, so this name came uh, from in 1824. Did you like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but in 1824, it might not, were they, maybe they weren't saying like, you know, come, like that in 1824. I, I liked it till the fat man said come. It said come. And so I just, I don't know, but here's the deal. So this all came from a man named Chester Dewey. Uh, and oh, no. Chester Dewey was, so this was a professor. Okay, sorry, my words are not coming to me today. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm my words are Dewey. not working. So Chester Dewey. And Dewey Cox. Oh, like shit. There's another connection. We, we need in. to whip cap walk hard. It's the universe yeah. is pointing us there. And so there, <sighs> this mineral was discovered in Cummington, Massachusetts, right? And Professor <laughs> Chester Dewey described it as follows. Okay. I have here given this name to a mineral found by Dr. J. Porter in Cummington. It appears okay. to be a variety of epidote. Its color is gray, sometimes with a faint reddish tinge, unless when acted on by the weather. When its color is yellowish, with quartz and garnet, it forms a large mass in Cummington. <sighs> okay. So that's how it was initially described. Now, sure. However, later on, it seems Dewey's description of coming tonight was not really in accordance to modern requirements for describing new minerals. Uh, and he was just kind of considering, like, it is probably some epidote, you know. But it's it's not. It's not those okay. things. And here's where we're going to start getting a little bit confusion here, but you're going to have to bear with me. Okay? okay? Because we've got some untangling to do. There's some misinformation <sighs> when it comes. Great. To coming tonight. Stop. <laughs> Stop doing it. <laughs> so again, coming tonight is defined as a monoclinic amphibole belonging to the magnesium iron manganese amphibole subgroup. To confuse I'm it nothing that even further, 
There's seemingly a range here. So this is something that you're going to see when you look up coming tonight. And because there's a range going on, there's a series with coming tonight. And it's classified with other varieties with a range of chemical formulas. And this is called the coming tonight Grinerite series. And it contains other shit in there. Okay. There's other shit in this range between these things. And here's where things get real fun. Okay. Real confusing, real fun. Because as a little backstory, when I first, because I like to, one of my favorite places to do research is Mendap. Because Mendat mm. is dry. It's like watching fucking C-SPAN. You are getting yeah. pure information. It's not fun. And half of it you probably <laughs> won't understand at all. Yeah. But I, I, I feel pretty good about it, you know? And okay, so Aquarius. <laughs> I, I, need, I need the boiled down lizard facts, okay? <laughs> and so... When I first looked it up, there was two sections for coming tonight on Mendap. There was coming tonight and coming tonight, parentheses, of Dewey. Stop it. (laughs) And I had to figure this out, okay? So this is the origin story of coming tonight. Professor Dewey getting this rock and being like, ah, coming tonight, it came from from Cummington. So we're going to call it coming tonight. And uh, gave it that name in 1824. But there wasn't really a lot of accurate classification going on at that time. Things were getting named. But as for their actual composition, it wasn't as clear as it is today. And during the 19th century, coming tonight, uh, (laughs) and also anthophyllite and trimolite were other kind of similar material silicates, as well as grunerite, that were being poorly distinguished. So... In 1931, uh, a scientist with the last, I just saw the name Sundius, there was no first name, it was just last name, suggested that the name coming tonight should be only used for the mineral in the Cummington Grunerite series containing 50 to 70 molecules percent of the magnesium component and that variety's richer in iron be called Grunerite. So it seems that there was there's the range of classification was being proposed in the 1930s, being like, all right, well, all this shit ain't coming tonight. Some of this <laughs> is grunerite. <laughs> and some of this is, you know, other shit. And so they were kind of starting to be like, well, we got there's the range. That's what this range is being created, right? So then we have another uh, writing or a, a, a finding by one Mason in 1953 noted that this proposal, if, you know, it basically that would mean that uh, all of the original coming tonight from Cummington, Massachusetts, where it got its name would actually be grunerite. And all of this Great. kind of got misnamed completely. And why Love is that. that? Okay. So in 1961, data was provided showing coming tonight of Dewey contains about 75% of the grunerite component and is such actually grunerite, not coming tonight at all. So ironically, while the name coming tonight exists after <laughs> Professor Dewey coined it uh, after the name of the town in the 1800s, it's actually Grunerite. And so oftentimes, still to this day, according to Mendat, you see a misclassification a lot from specimens mined and displayed in museums in that area showing the name coming tonight when actually via chemical classification, it is Grunerite. But regardless. Listen, I understand it's <clears throat> science and we try to be exact with science, but sometimes these rock dudes feel real pedantic. I well, don't know, man. this one's actually shockingly important. And we're going to get to that. Oh, 
So okay. uh, regardless, the is name it coming, like one will explode if you touch it or something? There's, there's clear differences, at least from how I understand it, that uh, definitely set them apart. And Great. So the name coming tonight, it still exists, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and as mentioned above in the 50s, a range was proposed for classification. So the coming tonight Grunerite series was created. And the coming tonight that we have has kind of a, a range of chemical range that it exists in. Or they're like, okay, this one is coming tonight. Uh, so anyway, thank goodness the name wasn't scrapped. I'm really glad, you know, uh, that, so that it's still yeah. out there for us, you know. And here's why. Because if that name wasn't scrapped, we wouldn't have this distinguished English English gentleman saying the name properly for us on Mindat. <laughs> and let me tell you, this is one of the most favorite things I have ever found on the internet. Because oh, this is it, it? This is it. And Are you going to play it for us? I'm going to play it for you. I have it pulled up here. Yay. <clears throat> And I hope, sorry, goodness gracious, my allergies are terrible. I hope that through the mic you can hear the the end. And if not, it'll be fine. I'll, it'll I'll be discuss wonderful. it. Are you ready? Okay. And this is let me yes. press this. This is on Mindat. Okay. This is the official pronunciation that they have in the pronunciation section on Mindat.org. Okay. Just want so to this preface. is this is legit. This is serious business. Okay. This is how we should say it. Yes. Are you ready? Okay. Coming tonight. Did you hear him laugh? <laughs> <laughs> he laughs afterward. <laughs> can you do? Can you do? I'll play it as many times really as you like, want, dude. And listen, it's not super really loud, okay? I'm gonna point my phone speaker directly at the microphone, okay? I mean, I heard it. I just want to hear it again. It's great. Coming tonight. <laughs> it's even more because I've been. I feel like I've been pulling back when I say it. No, he gives it. He gives it. He yeah. goes into it. The tonight is really out there. Coming tonight. Coming tonight. And uh, that was oh recorded God. by Jolly and Ralph of the UK, apparently. And uh, just one more time with that chuckle. I'm just so into it. Coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Such an okay. Englishman's chuckle, you know? It is. It's so good. But that's why nobody needs to feel bad about thinking this name is funny. Because on <laughs> Mindat. I was like, did nobody catch that? Or is somebody, thankfully, at Mindat funny? Because... Apps, listen, we know, we know this about these rock dudes. They do have pearly, a sense of humor. Pearly cleavage, perfect cleavage, we all that shit. We know that. Yeah, come on. Coming tonight. Coming tonight. Ugh. They, you know, they looked at the name of this and they were like, well, we, we, we got to keep it. And they scrambled and they were like, well, it would be disrespectful to the town it was named after. You know, they were praising God Jesus. That they found a stone called Coming Tonight. I it keeps it fun, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, and there's so there's even more there's even more little gems when it comes to to the to this name and how it is portrayed in in sciencey ways. It's just fucking great. So, in Dewey's defense, it seems okay. a little bit that this range is still being worked out because as of 2006, new classifications were published to help determine coming tonight from granorite. So again, Whoa. we're working with ranges here. 
So coming tonight is used to describe minerals of this formula between 30 and 70% of Fe7Si8O22OH. And thus, coming tonight is the series intermediate. It's kind of there, it seems, in the middle. But for coming tonight proper, the hardness ranges from five to six. (laughs) And uh, it has perfect cleavage. Oh, hell yeah. Of course, coming to my house. Dude, the hardness ranges from five to six. I saw that and I was like, (laughs) 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 so as for color, it can range a little bit, but they're generally we're talking earthy tones here, kind of translucent, dark green, brown, gray, colorless, opaque of all of those. Uh, And Generally, you're not going to find coming tonight as like a distinct crystal point, you know, like you're finding a quartz point. Instead, it's looking more like a rock, you know, like a rock, rock. And like uh, a rock. Fun little fact for you. So we know there's the coming tonight granite range. And now here's where I tried to do a lot of digging here to feel confident about this. But because of the subject matter, I don't. But we're going to give right. it a go. So a little fun fact. Granorite is commercially called amosite. And uh, that, my friends, is asbestos. Woo! And big time, the worst kind of asbestos, the kind that wants to kill you the most. And uh, so why is that important? Well, oftentimes you will see there are six main asbestos minerals. And while coming tonight proper is not on that list, you will often see the coming tonight granorite family involved, right? So those six are chrysotile, amosite, crocodilite, trimolite, (laughs) actinolite, and anthophyllite. Okay. Crocodilite? Crocodilite. I I know. Great. I said it out loud. I was like, crocodilite. Okay. So really, actually like crocodile. Got it. Good. Crocodilite sounds like a place, like an ice cream shop in Florida. I do. <laughs> but spell it like delight. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of cute. So that's adorable. Such, so here's this excerpt that I found. I was like, all right, I want to clarify this because is coming tonight asbestos? I just want to know that. I feel like that's important to know. <laughs> and this is an excerpt from Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. All right. Mm. Mineralogy of the six minerals regulated under the asbestos standard in the United States. So we have amosite is occasionally referred to as the coming tonight granorite asbestos. However, to be specific, amosite is actually a kind of brand acronym for the name Grunerite, as Amosa is the shortened name for the asbestos mines of South America. So asbestos mines of South America, Amosa. So they stuck with it at the end, but it is Grunerite. So Grunerite is amosite. And... It went on to clarify that although actinolite, grunerite, and trimolite do occur in nature as asbestos minerals, the occurrence of coming tonight asbestos has not been reported. So, okay. Interesting. So, like, maybe? Well, so to, so even further, so I found another writing from the Environmental Molecular Sciences Laboratory, EMSL for short, and... Mm. Here's what they said. Amosite is a member of the coming tonight granorite 
solid solution and as such does not have a definitive or a definite chemical formula. Any particular occurrence may have a composition anywhere within the grunerite range. Amosite asbestos is typically close to the magnesium-rich end member of the grunerite, but not so magnesium-rich that it would be classified as coming tonight. Every time you say gunnerite, I, I just think of Jeremy Renner. I don't know why. My brain is doing a thing. Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Whatever. It, Whatever it takes <laughs> to make it stay in your brain, but, you know, to keep it. Where okay. I'm just picturing Hawkeye holding, like, a, a rock of asbestos, possibly. Take it. I mm. like it. And He'll be fine. You know, he can run again. I saw a video of him running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's great. I'm so glad. It is. I was shocked. It was like 10 months ago. And he was wonderful. like running down his driveway. And I was like, God damn, dude. Uh, oh, so After he was like, what, hit by a plane? It, no, he was run over by like a fucking massive piece of heavy machinery. Like, it's crazy. Plane. Um, so either way, guys, don't crush up your coming tonight and fucking huff it like it i don't think it's gonna give you asbestos but it is still full of silica so just don't fill up your lungs with silica which i didn't realize is one of the like root issues of asbestos um and i'm not a scientist so maybe we'll give you asbestos but i don't think so i don't know it's listen it's a rock called coming tonight just don't go dig it out of the ground and don't (laughs) keep it in a plastic bag yeah like it's soak your water in it I think it's fine. However, as a fun little treat for everyone on Earth, the IMA, which is the International Mineral Association, they give every mineral a three-letter abbreviation. (gasps) And we are lucky enough that coming tonight is in all caps. Come. (laughs) It's a treat. C-U-M? Yeah. Full on. Full on, bro. And I like, I wanted to see it in the wild. So I found that like in my research and I was like, what? So I went to the IMA and I like pulled up their listing, like their chart and I scrolled and found it just for myself. Good. What a gift. What a gift for you, man. So good. I didn't expect it to be all caps and it was. (laughs) That's how you have to say it too. Come and I, I didn't really. Again, I didn't have a lot of metaphysical stuff for you guys today. I saw like grounding energy a couple of times, but like, I Uh listen, I wanted to give you. I mean, it is pretty grounding. Yeah, you you know, you know, to goose it. You know, I don't know. Do that, and so (laughs) instead, I. I have a couple of Cora answers for you today. To Thank God. Oh, my God. What a Christmas gift. Oh, December is here. Yule time. Holly jolly. Give it to me. And one of them uh, accidentally tied into the topic. So I don't know why this was recommended. Well, I actually do know why, because there were so few results on coming tonight. I, one of my search results yielded the Quora question, why do people believe rocks and minerals have healing properties? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I clicked it. Oh, yes. And this one was uh, cheeky and it, it, it tied into the episode. And I was like, well, look at that. And I guess this is probably why the search was, but it didn't pop up like when in the, in the, uh, 
the suggestion in Google, which I feel like it should have if this is why it was supposed to show up. But here we have this was here. We have an answer. If you carry enough of them, you'll get a good workout better than walking around without them, at least. Carrying halite around is useful as well. Goes with almost all food. Carrying loads of diamonds, emeralds, alexandrite, rubies, etc. has both positive and negative sides. On the positive side, you'll look rich to anyone who sees you. On the negative side, you've spent shit tons of money on rocks that are likely to be stolen in very short order. But if you don't want to be carrying around much cinnabar, or having contact with it at least... As the primary ore of mercury, brains don't work so well after much exposure. Hope that helps. Oh, almost forgot. Some coming tonight on hand is always good for a laugh and conversation icebreaker. Not sure what so many people find so amusing about the mineral discovered adjacent to the town of Cummington, but they do. Wink. And this was written by Dan Cleary. And I was like, man, he really thinks he's he's feeling himself today. with this. Dan is... To himself, the funniest guy in the room. Like, he finished that, and he, like, chuckled while taking his glasses off, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this last one just made me... He finished that, and out loud, he when he clicked, he said, and post. (laughs) Dan, you (laughs) rascal. (laughs) You handsome, smart bastard. Oh, my God. So this last one's very short, but the question... I I just had questions. So this was posted by Gold Hunter. And again, the question is, why do people believe rocks and minerals have healing properties? Beats me. For the same reason some people (laughs) believe in unicorns and fairies at the bottom of the garden. I suppose. Because they want to. And I was like, at the bottom of the garden? (laughs) Since when have unicorns been at the bottom of the garden? Listen, fairies. Is this lore? I don't know. But is there some kind of... Yeah, is he on to something? I was like, how do you know that? Is that information that's huh. real? And do you still not believe? Or did are you just wrong? And obviously we don't believe. I'm confused. should start looking at the bottom of the garden more. It sounds pretty sus. But there's me. something... There's f- fucking unicorns under there, bro. I... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Uh, that's all I have. Okay. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> Listen, I know there are some people out there who get annoyed at our... Um, loud boisterous laughing which to you i say look go away well well don't be mad at somebody for laughing okay now i'm gonna get real defensive yeah (laughs) no but like yeah i'm just letting it i'm just sitting back and being like yeah you get this (laughs) (laughs) this episode in particular has to be pretty egregious to those of you out there who are like "Mm, i get a little annoyed when they laugh like that yeah yeah yeah. yeah, but come I, well, on, it's called coming tonight. What, I don't what know else do you want us to do? What anyone else could expect from us ever? Dude, Literally you ever smile ever. in a way that like your eyes seal shut? Dude, it's that's what I mean. It's that preened kind of like <laughs> feeling about it because it's a fucking gift from the world called coming oh, tonight. Oh man, yeah. Listen, things are bad, and everything's ending. Won't be long now, but. At least we have this right if, now. If we don't laugh as we slip into oblivion, what are we even doing here? What are you doing? You'd be scared. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Macy. We are sponsored. We're blessed with a sponsorship this episode. A returning sponsor. Friend of the show. Pendulum Swings Tarot. 
y'all have heard in depth us talk about the really really unique readings that we have gotten from the pendulum swing yes. they've we've had a podcast reading done we've had our uh, i think about it all spreads. the time that podcast reading dude think about Whoa. it all the time and i i, I really we i can't say enough for what you get from the readings that you do with Pendulum Swings Tarot, because you get a writing back that is so, I don't want to just keep using the word unique because that feels like a, a not enough, but like you get, oh, you get some stuff back and it's Bespoke, amazing. Bespoke, yeah. crafted. And now you have the option of sharing that gift. Say you've, say you've treated yourself, treat someone else. We've got, Yule gifts. It's that time, baby. And if you want to be getting up, getting some some Yule gifting, right out of the gate, Pendulum Swings is offering you guys a discount of 13% off. And I love that. Oh. Yeah. A 13. A spooky 13. I like a good 13 number. Yeah. And that code is going to be WBAH, all caps, 13, the number. And uh, this is rolling the whole month of december and i want to talk a little bit about these these newly these freshly rolled out yule gifts we've got the yule stocking stuffer we've got the yule gift reading and we have the year ahead spread uh which is also just fun to say year ahead spread year ahead year spread, ahead year spread. Ahead spread. Year ahead which spread. we've done that year ahead spread and it is amazing oh, yeah. it is Big amazing time. Very detailed. oh yeah I loved uh, like checking in with it at the beginning of the month. Yeah, you know, and and being like, okay, this is what to what to look look into. Uh, but I want to talk to you about the Yuletide stocking stuffer reading. Now, this is the crisp price of nineteen dollars and twenty two cents. Mm. Perfect little gift for the witchy person in your life. But listen, what is it? So this is a mini reading that you can gift to somebody. There's going to be, it says here, in addition to cards pooled, I also include any other information that comes through during the reading. Crystal and song correspondences are provided if relevant. And that was one of my favorite Mm-hmm. Little tasty nuggets was the song correspondence that that would be thrown in in the readings. Sometimes they were a lot of fun. There's so to go much and, like, context. To the song and being like, okay, you get okay, so okay. much context back with the reading, and and I like the what kind of what comes through part because you really it reads and it is it's really nicely written, but it is it reads like channeling. Like when I was reading yeah. it, I remember feeling like I was reading information that was channeled and it just is so it's so good dude there were so many instances over the year that i would think about this reading and just be like hot damn dude like there it is you know i mean there uh, there's some there's some big ones yeah. that i've thought about i mean largies yeah uh let's see the other there we also have the yuletide gift reading and this is cool because it gives the receiver the choice it gives them the choice between an in-depth tarot reading a past life reading or a spiritual and psychic matters reading so you are giving a reading of some type but if you're not like sure what they would be into they get to choose for themselves That's which cool. i think is really nice. sick yeah yeah and 
Just some other fun stuff going on, uh, just to also get them socials in there. You can follow the Pendulum Swings Tarot. And over there, they're sharing all kinds of cool stuff this month. Winter solstice traditions and history. So you can learn along the way there as we are in this Yuletide season. Yuletide, Yuletide. That's not a real song. Sorry. I liked it. It was beautiful. Follow them on Instagram at the Pendulum Swings Tarot. And you can check out the shop at pendulumswingstarot.etsy.com. All of this information, as always, will be down in the description box. Please don't forget that 13% off. Uh, that is with the code WABA13. That's such, and like just to cap it, that's such a cool idea to gift a reading. I think that's a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, I don't know, especially like somebody that you're, how do I say, somebody that you're like witchy with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and just to kind of give a little, a little reading, I think is a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. It's a gift that really keeps on giving too, because. Give it to your boss. You know what? Give them them some clarity. They probably need it. it. Yeah. (laughs) It'd just be like, here's your past life reading. I know you need it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So one more time, that's the Pendulum Swings Tarot. You can find them at the Pendulum Swings Tarot.etsy.com for the shop or on Instagram at the Pendulum Swings Tarot. Check them out. We really recommend them a lot. We've gotten some incredible readings over time. And uh, gift yourself for somebody you love. Something, Something nice. I'm going to put some coming tonight in your stocking. I hope you do. I want to get yeah. some and put it in like a beautiful little shadow box frame with a very nice yes. label that just says coming tonight. Coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple I want to do that with. I want. I would like to do that with uh, Aventurine, given the, the yes. circumstances of the yes. Aventurine episode. Mm-hmm. That's a the good coming idea. tonight, obviously. Um, I'm sure there's more. We'll, there's we'll also there. Dick it type. might just be... Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, there's a dictite um, out there. All right. So I'm going to talk to you now about borage. And I believe, okay. again, I believe it is pronounced borage. I like that word, borage. Borage. Um, so it is boragio officinalis. Officinalis. A.K.A. Officinalis. Motherfucker. Uh, A.K.A. <laughs> Starflower. Cool. Nice. AKA, this is the cutest little AKA I've ever heard of, Bee Bread. Oh! And in this week, uh, often referred to as Bee Bread due to its popularity amongst the bees. The flowers are very nectar rich, attracting bees, making it very valuable to our little pollinators. Okay, there's another AKA here called Cool Tankard. Uh, which if I ever open like a pub, I would like to call it the cool tanker. The cool have, like, tankard, tankard is badass. On. Oh yeah. my gosh. And uh, I want my glass. If you're going to chill my glass, hell yeah. Bro. Yes. You're chill my glass yes. and make my beer stay colder for longer. I'll go into that. I'll get that. I'll Ooh. go into that cool tankard. It's great. You know, that, you know the bars that have the, uh, the strip of like ice 
that you yeah. set your glass on so your shit stays cold. It'll have, yeah, it'll be like that. Uh, but it's called Cool Tankard, uh, because Borage is used in several traditional summer drinks, uh, due to its like kind of cucumbery mm. like flavor that it has. It has been steeped through many a waters and many a lemonades. Uh, bringing a refreshing feeling, such like a like a mint or I guess a cucumber would have, uh, cooling your tankard. So cool tankard. And the last one here is euphorison. Euphorison. Okay, that's different. And in 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 uh, medieval times, it was called this uh, because its name uh, derived from the Greek. Let's see. Oh God, euphorosine. Meant mirth or cheerfulness, joy. So euphoric, wow. euphorian, euph- whatever, whatever, whatever. These, uh, this plant, when it flowers, it has these really pretty, bright blue, star-shaped little flowers mm-hmm. and hairy leaves. I'm looking at it, it now, is- and it looks a good bit like spiderwort. It, uh, you know, I I didn't connect it directly to spiderwort, but when I was looking at it, I was like, I, this I feel like I've seen this before. Um, the the hairy leaves on this, uh, they are not so they are not one of the ones that will like get you necessarily. They're just hairy. Yeah, they're not gonna hurt you or, or be unpleasant. It's just a little shaggy. It is native to the Medita- Mediterranean region. Uh, however, it is sort of all over the place now. It's been naturalized all over the world. If we're talking uh, a flavor profile, if we're eating it, it's got a mild, gentle cucumber-like flavor. Uh, so lots of soups and salads and beverages mm. have been graced by borage. Uh, and also the beautiful little blue flowers are used pretty frequently as a cute little garnish. If we continue on the the flavor profile we get into, it's official culinary uses. You ready? Um, because the... Wait, hold on. Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, so the leaves. The leaves, the stem, and the flower can be used in culinary... Uh, for culinary purposes. However... Because of the hairy texture of the stems and the leaves, um, it's kind of unpleasant to just choke it down raw. So a lot of people find that drying it out and using it sort of like a dried herb slash cooking it down much like you would like a spinach or something mm-hmm. will make it a little more palatable for you uh, and not feel like there's like you're choking down a spider. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Uh, nutritional content is pretty impressive. It's got, uh, it's packed full of nutrients. It's got lots of vitamin C and potassium and something called, uh, forgive me in advance, gamma linoleic acid, mm. uh, which is an essential fatty acid. Good for your brain. That's what, a that's what those do. I don't know. If you are looking to plant it, uh, it is a wonderful companion <clears throat> a wonderful companion plant to tomatoes because not only will it help deter certain like tomato uh, certain pests that really love to get down on a tomato, but it also improves the flavor of tomatoes. And I find gardening when gardening shit like this happens, I, it's fascinating to me. You know, like when you get more spicy um, 
things because you planted it close to your peppers. Mm. Shit like that blows me away. I, it is yeah. so fucking cool to me. You get some weird shit in a garden. Like we've, especially peppers, because peppers love to cross pollinate with each other and we've planted them really close together. And they totally, it is cool how they'll interact with each other. They just, they just make a new thing. It's like, I, I don't know. I love it. I love um, genetics, I guess, mm. in any form. It's so fascinating. Bye, to me, but uh, genetics. I have a blood disease. Why, why you my genetics, such a bitch? Which, by the way, is a blood disease your genetics? I mean, that's not, maybe. That's not your genetics. Your genetics well, I, I, is your, like, the makeup I, of your person. I don't think that unless counts as, like, you a virus. Unless you can get, uh, there might be, I don't know if there's genetic blood diseases. There might be Oh, uh, well, diseases. okay, okay. Like hemophilia okay. is a genetic blood disease. Sure. Okay. <sighs> well, she didn't have it, so fuck off. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Borage makes your tomatoes taste real good. Uh, a general word of caution here to anyone who uh, is pregnant or planning to be or breastfeeding. Avoid excessive consumption. The general idea I found out there is if you are using this plant, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in a culinary kind of way, it's generally fine. So, so long as it's not excessive. However, if you are doing it for medicinal purposes or like teas or something, wherein you might be trying to distill it and getting a, get it a little more of a, uh, packs a little bit more of a punch, maybe stay away. In either case, speak to a doctor. History. Moving on. Borage is believed to have originated in the Mediterranean region and was used, of course, by those ancient civilizations. So we're talking the Romans and we're talking the Greeks. And you know how they love to use plants for shit? Oh, put them on your this feet. This one was Put them in your sandals. Uh, dude, I was so, so fucking surprised that this didn't go into the feet. Because as soon as I saw the Romans, I was like, they put it in their sandals, didn't they? no. This was interesting, unique even. Borage is used for its um cur or was used for its courage enhancing properties. And the leaves and flowers were often added to wine or food before battle to lift the spirits of the soldiers. It's a little morale booster. Okay, all right. It's a star. And and a courage giver. Mm. Um Let's see. Do do do. Even outside of on the in, in battle, borage was very popular to put into wine to either flavor it or to garnish it. Uh, not only for the taste, but for the belief that this could fortify the drinker's courage and lift their spirits. So this was also for for your everyman, your everyday guy. You know, you could have some of this too. You don't have to be thrusting your swords into into people into and, other um, people's bodies dude yeah. isn't that crazy like you like and it's not ideal to get of course shot to death or blown up either but it is wild sure. to think that you would know going to battle that morning i might get a sword inside of me today yes like yeah, yeah. that's just yeah. a lot I might to be think stabbed. being knifed stabbed yeah. That fucking yeah. blows. Oh my god, that's With scary. like a sword. Not even like a knife where it's like mm, you might be okay. Like yeah, if it's just gonna be in, enough probably to puncture your bowels and make yeah. you die slowly, horribly. Yeah, yeah. Which is not to say that like 
anyone who goes into like war currently doesn't face their own like, no of course no. There's, i'm just like, particularly uneasy but, like, getting popped by a blade i don't want i think that. it's the up closeness of it for me yeah I, it's the it's up closeness scary. of being so close to somebody and physically fighting them yeah with your grappling and trying to your sword arm get stabbed it, it just and then to get stabbed scary scary stuff <sighs> anyway in medieval and renaissance periods uh it was considered popular to grow in the medieval european garden you know how they loved to have their little trends in their garden it was popular uh to have this cute little flower uh to 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 be kind of a um listen the medieval period was a stinky time there was not a lot going on um visually i imagine the streets had shit all over them i imagine there the was, people had shit all over them there was a there lot, was of, a lot shit of shit in the streets i think yeah people human horses ducks dogs baby shit all kinds of shit in the streets mm -hmm. and uh so having this garden back then with like any anything you could get that was a a bright color, a bright spot in a sea of shit uh, was a, a it was a balm for certainly your eyes and your nose. Mm. But it was also not just for prettiness. You could eat the shit, too. And the herb was considered uh, very important in a lot of dishes in the uh, medieval and renaissance period. And it was also used for its medicinal property. Um, being treating respiratory conditions uh, and then just like your general overall well-being mm -hmm. <laughs> which i always think is funny when certain things get very specific like this is gonna help the lower part of your colon or whatever and then other ones are just like yeah i don't know it'll probably it, help something it's good it's fine it's good it'll be good can't hurt you <laughs> uh during the renaissance time it was a it experienced a revival in like culinary interest. The bright blue flowers with their mild flavor. It became very popular to have salads and desserts with this. Um, much like you might use like a little mint on top of a chocolate pie. You might shove a little borage in there. I um, love a flower on a dessert. I think it's I, I love think it's an so edible lovely. flower. Yeah, it's so Pretty. nice. Uh, let's see. So. In early medical texts, here we go, the various herbal texts, uh, it was it was praised for its supposed medical properties, uh, which was, let's, let's go here, diuretic effects, soothed the respiratory system, which we also already talked about, lifted spirits, which was just listed as a medicinal property, which, all right. Um, <laughs> however, there's... You know, it's one of those things that as time went on, it, it when looking into the actual like chemistry composition of this, it's like, mm, is there any connection here? Is there any actual connection here? Uh, and <clears throat> we'll get into that a little bit here in just a second when we get to the mundane uses. But I wanted to throw in that in the Victorian language of flowers, borage was borage, whatever, was often associated with <laughs> bluntness and directness. Nice. And giving someone barrage might be seen as a way of expressing straightforwardness. So I imagine if you get like 
if you get like some red roses with some of these little blue flowers stuck in, it's like, look, I like you. Let's cut to the chase. We're Let's or what? fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's just like a. It's like it's like their version of like giving something the bold underline. Yeah, know, it kind of like, it reminds yeah. me of the want some fuck bird. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it. Yeah, that's that bird's name is Borash. <laughs> so, in medicinal uses, tra- we've talked about some of the like traditional ones, um, but I want to talk about the ones that we still use today. If we're talking teas and when we eat it as a dietary supplement, anti-inflammatory properties um again it's all you know always talk to your doctor but uh the cooling effect that this has when you have it in a drink now not always in a hot tea you can have it in a hot tea but this lends itself to like particularly to uh like cool drinks refreshing drinks drinks that you might put a slice of cucumber in so Everything from just, you know, a, an iced spa water to a nice, like, punch. Make a little punch. Um, earlier on, someone uh, online mentioned uh, lemonade. And I made particular note of that twice because that sounds delicious to me. Uh, so you can't have it in a hot cup. But if you really want to get all of its usage, if you want to cool a... Sol- now, this is where they think the, like, helping the respiratory system came in because when you would drink it, you would have that cooling feeling. And they were like, well, this must be cooling the fevers of the lungs. Um, So if you have a sore throat, I imagine that this would be very uh, nice to feel. If it's just a fucking hot day, I imagine it would be nice to feel. Plus it has those little um, benefits we talked about before of high in vitamin C, high in Mm. that amino acid. um, And then, uh, oh, I forget the other one, some, you know, nutrient factors and it being anti-inflammatory. But, oh, ow, Macy, mm. something, uh, oh. <clears throat> something's happening. Are you okay? I, oh, uh, Charlie? Oh, 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 on the subject <gasps> of borage. Oh, a syrup made from borage would not only improve mood. Comfort your sadness and combat depression, but also fight the fevers and skin afflictions. Its mucilage aids sore throats, and if distilled in water, it heals inflammations of the eye. Oh, I bet it does. The leaves expel pensiveness and melancholy. Cool cleanses and tempers the blood. Whereby it helpeth the itch and ringworm. It comforts the heart and the spirits of those that are troubled, often swooning with passions of the heart. Its government and virtues, the herb is of Jupiter and under Leo. Wow. <sighs> oh, whoa. Are you, are you. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, you that was strange. Man. Totally became. Wow. Culpepper there for a second. Ooh. Oh, sick, dude. Did he stop by, man? He did. He totally did he sound, Did he sound a little bit like the preacher from Midnight Mass? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just got that feeling. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it just came through me. <laughs> Interesting. So, uh, you go put it in your eyes, put it in your lungs. Yeah. If 
Macy, if distilled in water, it can help the inflammations of the eyes. Mm. Uh, my particular favorite part is uh, helpeth the itch and ringworm. Ringworm does suck. So I was like, does I was it like, itch? Oh. Uh, a little bit. Like I, I, I've never. It's not as worse as like shit, like tick bites or anything like that. Mm. But it just looks weird. You know, like it looks oh, way it. more serious yeah. than it is. You know, generally. I've seen you have it, if I remember. Dude, I I've had ringworm all the time growing you up. You were always out there with the I was always rolling around with the fucking animals of all kinds. Like, <laughs> goddamn, like, I'd find moles and pick, like, and anything, you know? So I don't know. I don't know how. I just feel like we always were stalked and my mom would just be like, oh, there it is again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How did you not get rabies as a child? I, I don't bro? know, dude. I I'm don't know. I'm so shocked. Um, also, I, I just want to say here uh, that this, he, Culpepper says that it can comfort the heart. Uh, those who are troubled with often swooning or passions of the heart. If you're often swooning, you need, you need to get that sorted. Often yeah. swooning. Often swooning right. sounds like there. I mean, there's there's a myriad of things that might be worth looking into if that's happening. Often swooning is the is like the cute Victorian way of saying you pass out a lot, and that can't be great. I feel like that. Yeah, uh, there's root there's root cause to that that might be worth investigating. Yeah, yeah, you might have something wrong with your brain. I don't know, man. It's the Victorian times. So you probably won't find out either. They way. might uh, have their stays mask too tight. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, they, yeah. It could be. You know what? I bet that's all it was. But they'll probably die of that trying to choke down a handful of borage, fixing it in the process. <laughs> when their rib um, punctures one of their lungs or punctures <laughs> one of their organs, like that guy, like that dancer guy on A Thousand Ways to Die. That's one of the only stories that stuck out to me. I believe that. God, what a time! Were those real? I I think we've had this discussion. But I feel like they were imagined. Situational. But that one felt so real to me because it was like I mean I swear they almost said his name. I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't I remember to me as a kid, it was real as hell. And when they showed that animated bloody ass diagram of what happens, it was just like Yeah. I loved it. They didn't have to do all that. They, they didn't, did. but they did. And we wanted but it. They did, but they did. Listen, mm-hmm. let's talk about magic. Um, mm. So in uh, herbal medicine, borage is believed here to have various health effects. We've kind of already talked about them. We have inflammation, mild respiratory issues, such as a sore throat. Is a sore throat a respiratory issue? You know what I mean. Mm. Um <clears throat> And some people have just extracted the oil from the from the seeds of the plant to make borage oil, which is used as a supplement because, again, it carries the properties of, you know, the vitamin C and anti-inflammatory and the amino acids. So it is just kind of good all the way around if you need those things. However, let's see if we're talking more metaphysical. Let's start with courage and bravery. Courage mm. for our friends, Mary. Um, Borage is traditionally associated with courage and bravery facing challenges and overcoming our fears. Now, that, of course, comes from the Roman times when I guess 
They just decided that that's what it was for, and they would give it to their soldiers. How many times did the Greeks and Romans just decide something because they were like, placebo effect will we'll work here? It seems a little bit often, as long as, uh, oh, shit, what's his name? Uh, Pliny, as long as Pliny uh, saw a snake rub something on its <laughs> eyes, it seemed like it was off to the races. Dude. Dude, I would love to one day just have an episode just talking about all the shit Pliny Pl- Pl- That would be a lot of fun. Do. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, so borage can also be used to heal emotional wounds, lift one's spirits, you know, uh, as it was in the days of old. Uh, it can be included in charms aimed at promoting joy and tranquility and positive emotions. Uh, it also has protective qualities. So if you want to use these in protective ba- uh, barriers, maybe add some to your like ward, you know, liquid that you flick around your house sometimes mm. or, you know, something like that. Uh, it is also kind of out of left field here, but it can help uh, heighten enhance our clairvoyant and uh, psychic abilities. Perhaps, even opening you to ones that you were not aware that you had. Um, in medieval times, this was a core ingredient of love potions. Oh. Uh, it was believed to, yeah, again, kind of out of nowhere, but believed to induce feel, believed to induce feelings of euphoria and courage. Again, remember that one name that this thing had, like euphoriatic or whatever it was. Um, because people would experience this feeling of euphoria when they ate it. Now that could just because it maybe it's the first vitamin C they've had in a long time. I, mm. I don't know, but it it picked up that, and then because of that reason, it started being used for like the joyous part of um, love magic, like the mm. bravery that it takes, you know, to yeah to to do this, you know, and especially back then, if you're doing a love potion, you're like serious about it. But I, this you can, gotta uh, be, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you really committing to to that, you know. If you get caught doing this, you better marry that, you know, person you're trying to marry. Um, however, today that kind of folds over into uh, attracting love, enhancing our romantic relationships, fostering more positive emotions with partnerships, which. I'm trying to think of a way to spin that that isn't like, mm, maybe you should just reconsider your relationship. But it's, I don't know. Every situation is different. If you need to foster some positive emotions, perhaps give this a shot. Okay. Uh, you can add this into purification blends. Uh, also, sometimes I saw that it was good in divination, but then like also dream work it seemed to be kind of in that land between divination and dream work like scrying perhaps okay um where a lot of areas the psychic of use it's 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 all over man uh it would enhance physic insights and promote like clearer visions but it doesn't necessarily make you lucid dream and it doesn't necessarily um make you like directly talk to ghosts i i don't know it was just Something I figured I'd throw in there. If you're really into divination, you're just trying to get your hands on anything you can throw in there. This this could help provide clearer visions for you. Mm. And then there's just always the little fact that um, the the vibrant blue flowers and, and the pleasing pleasing fla- fragrance that it has can make it 
a not only a suitable, but a very nice, a very loving, a very thoughtful offering onto your altar or perhaps to deities, if that's your thing, um, and just kind of contribute to the overall atmosphere of what you're doing. It's just a nice, lovely, it's a little lovely, so lovely, in fact, that sometimes Borage is believed to attract or appease the fairies and uh, might be used in rituals or offerings. The ones that are hiding in the bottom of your garden. Put your borage in the bottom of the borage. I keep saying borage like porridge. That's what it sounds like every time you say it's porridge. I just think of borage. a big old bowl of porridge. It's like I'm sick and I'm trying to say porridge. Borage. Borage. Um, and that's that's borage. That's borage. That's uh, what it was. It bee bread. Yeah, that's bee bread. Bee bread. Uh, bee bread. Cute. <laughs> That was my old cowboy song. Did you like it? I did. I thought it was great. Yeah. 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 You know, the best time to sing an old cowboy song is uh, around the campfire. Oh, yeah. You know what else is, you know what else you do around the campfire? Eat beans. You might crack open a can of hot, steamy, salty nutrient-rich review footage. Oh, I guess that's true. What am I talking about? It's not beans. It's never been beans. <laughs> I've never heard of a cowboy eating a bean in my life. I don't know what I don't know what beans have to do with any footage. <laughs> what is a bean? <laughs> so, uh, isn't that crazy, dude? <laughs> that that's where fucking bean... Sometimes I forget when, when people that like... That's where beans when, came from. Yeah, when we're like, "Hey, beans," or they're like, "Hey, I'm I'm a bean," you know. And I, to me, it's so just like, "Oh yeah, that's like the that's the name. That's what that's what we call." I you forget. Guys. I forget the root. I forget that that's where it came from. I do too. <laughs> and we're gonna get sued. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have some hot, steamy review footage here for yeah. you. It's from Ravnall D, which sick. That sounds like a wizard's that's a cool name. name. Yeah, that's Are you serious. Sweet. It's fucking warlock, Ravnaldi. And this is entitled Finally. Oh man, it's like Marcus in, in, in Breaking Dawn. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. You stop it right now. <laughs> uh Ravnaldi says, finally, I am able to write a review. These two are amazing and have oh. changed Jesus. I- feel like an asshole saying like this to myself i appreciate you for saying it we just saying it out loud compliments. <laughs> these two are amazing and have changed my life in so many ways they are a great way to get your feet wet yeah and i've been listening for so long now they feel like sisters okay thanks ladies for being we the light in the dark changed tone about halfway through <laughs> No, he didn't. That was the most sturdy, <laughs> steady thing I've ever done. Really petered to one to one side there. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> oh. Okay. Wow. Well, okay. I guess let's now, start ending this. I was gonna say there's a little nugget that you guys don't know that we've been holding on to this entire episode. Because of the holdback, uh, we are now going to end this. And we are immediately launching into today's episode of Simp Cap. God. 
So this entire time that Macy and I have been talking, there has been a little teeny tiny ant-sized Jack and Mel on my shoulders, just whispering into Waiting. my ears all the Tapping stuff that toes. I can't wait. Can't wait to talk about in the absolute last episode of Virgin River this season. So please join us over there. It'll be coming out today, today. you patrons. Um, Yeah, yeah, no, wait, today's Thursday. Yeah, so it is coming out today. Yeah, coming out today. All right. Coming out today, coming out today. And uh, we'll see you then. We're going to end now. Thank you for joining us. So sorry that it was late. Um, And uh, let's let's go get some coming tonight, dude. Wrap it up. Well, All we know is that there seems to be not much coming tonight in Virgin River. Bro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. I have things to say. The older people are getting it, which is cool. Uh, Dude. I like that for them. Doc? Getting it wet. Doc is fucking slinging it. I don't give a shit about (laughs) anybody else in that town. But I can trust that he's slinging it. That's all I know. He is. He's slinging hog. Every time he's not on screen, he's slinging hog. He's slinging hog, dude. He's fucking laying it down. We all know it. Hog. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get out of here. I got to go. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.